I'm here at the home of uh, Dr. Rabiu Musa Kwankwaso. He's giving us exclusive access into his home, into his life, into his ideas. Now, of course, Dr. Kwankwaso is one of Nigeria's truest political heavyweights. He has been two-time governor of Kanu State. He has been um, deputy speaker of the House. He has been a senator of the Federal Republic of Nigeria. He has been an envoy to the fore, and he has been Minister of Defense, of course, also a presidential candidate. He's given me very unique insight into how politics works in Nigeria, into why he has won so many elections on so many levels. Leaders at all levels should try as much as possible to support the needy. What he's famous political movement Kwankwesia is and what it's about to become. Kwankwesia has got so many offices across the world, hmm. in America, in Europe, and so on and so forth. Um, why he has invested so heavily in education over his 30 years in politics. This uh, ideology is also being built around the issue of education. Our first priority, second priority, and even third priority has always been education. He says politics is not a dirty game, it's a clean one. Politics is a very clean game, a good game, right. and we always try to play it clean. Mm -hmm. And that is the only way you can stay long in that game. You can't afford to miss this one. Right, I've always wanted to ask you this. Um, I remember in 2015, yeah? When we were waiting, everybody in the country was waiting for the results to come in. You know, many of the results of the other smaller states had come in. And everybody was, in, I was in Lagos, you know. And all of us were with, were bated breath in place. Kwankwaso deliver. Kwankwasiya deliver. Kwankwasiya deliver. Because some of us younger people, I had worked for the campaign at the time. Some of us younger people liked, we wanted some change in the country. And when those numbers began to flow in from Kano, Everybody knew that, you know, this president had won the election. And so I began to wonder about the power of this Kwankwasiya movement, you know. <laughs> Where did it come from? What is it? Why is it so important to you? Where did it come from first? Thank you very much. Uh, um, as a young man, uh, we grew up with Malam Aminokano of blessed memory. Mm -hmm. And uh, we so much believed in his ideology. Mm -hmm. And um, we grew up politically believing that the best way for this country is for us, especially those of us in uh, politics, to adopt the ideology that was brought, brought in by Malam Aminekano. Mm. And the ideology is simply that leaders at all levels should try as much as possible to support the needy. Mm. The needy could be very old, very young, sick man, and of course, the telecowers uh, across the country. 
uh, including, of course, women who were neglected, especially in those days. Mm-hmm. Even at the moment, a lot should be done by the women themselves in politics and, of course, by all of us who are uh, active uh, in politics. I remember uh, in 1992 uh, uh, mm-hmm. when our aspirants, 13 of them, uh, in SDP, SDP. were uh, facing the, sc- the committee for screening. 13 of them, only one was a woman. And the cost of the form at that time mm-hmm. of SDP was uh, um, 500,000. And all the men, 12 of them, paid. Mm-hmm. Only Sarah Jibril, who was a woman, could not pay. So going by the pay, uh, documents at that time, the rule, we had to screen her out. Mm-hmm. And uh, I believe it is from that experience that uh, all of us decided to advocate for free forms in all the parties mm-hmm. uh, for women. So up till today, uh, women are uh, uh, on the side of those of us who are in the politics and at all levels should be supported uh, to participate, not only in politics, mm-hmm. but of course in modern economy and so on and so forth. Mm-hmm. So um, that's how it started. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm the, one of those who have been very lucky to have started politics early uh, from my days as deputy speaker of the House of Reps to date is about, about 30 years. years. Yes. And um, from a small constituency, a local government, my local government in Khan. Mm-hmm. Madubu local government. Uh, during the constitutional conference, I was able to expand to mm-hmm. six local governments. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was in 1994 mm-hmm. uh, That's my constituency where I contested election to come to the constitutional conference. And after that, during the DPN days, uh, we started campaigning across the country, the state at that particular time. So you could see. Concourse uh, started from the word, my word, in Kano, mm-hmm. then to local government mm-hmm. in 1991, then to the six local governments, mm-hmm. and then to state, to northwest, mm-hmm. to northern Nigeria. And I believe Concourse is not only in, uh, in the south or in the country mm-hmm. as a whole. Mm-hmm. But uh, Concosia has got so many offices across the world, mm-hmm. in America, in Europe, in Asia, uh, and so on and so forth. So I'm so happy that um, as we started small, uh, we are able to grow up to our, the level that we have today. Mm-hmm. To the extent that, um, especially in northern Nigeria today, um, almost in every house, you get a member. The uh, the head of the house may not know. Maybe his driver or <laughs> his cleaner 
or maybe a gardener <laughs> or his wife and so on and so forth. Mm -hmm. So, um, and this uh, ideology is also being built around the issue of education. Mm -hmm. Our first priority, second priority, and even third priority has always been education. Mm -hmm. So we have been working in education in these last 30 years, whether in or out of okay. government. Uh, especially uh, in government, where we used government resources effectively to support our young men and women uh, to go to school, both in this country and across the world. I remember uh, in the last four years of my uh, our government in Kano, mm -hmm. we sponsored over 2,650 young men and women to study in 14 countries across the world. Mm -hmm. And in addition to that, we built two uh, universities, yes. Kano University of Science and Technology yeah. and Northwest University. Yeah. And uh, these are universities that uh, we uh, initiated mm -hmm. and built. Mm -hmm. And they started very well and are stu still doing uh, very well mm -hmm. in all areas uh, of education. Yeah. And um, we established 26 institutes uh, in four years in Kano, uh, ranging from uh, sports institute mm -hmm. uh, to uh, corporate security institute, poultry institute, uh, livestock institute, fisheries, uh, horticulture. Uh, we built five institutes under Ministry of Health, two nursing schools, uh, two midwifery uh, institutes, and of course, uh, uh, health technology uh, in Kano. And there are many other institutes that were being built, put together 26 uh, in four years, mm. just to support, support our young men uh, and women. And in addition to that, we also established uh, relationship with federal uh, universities, especially the uh, Usman Damfudi University mm -hmm. in Sokoto, uh, Madibele University, and of course, uh, uh, my degree university. We built 300-bed hospitals, I mean, uh, hostels for them, free of charge, mm -hmm. just to um, ensure that our young men and women are fully sense. admitted in those institutes. Even private institutes, Al-Kalam University, uh, which is uh, in Kasina, just across the border. And we built a 300-bed uh, hostel for them, free of charge. And we sent 412 uh, young men and women to study in that uh, private university. Mm. That's in addition to the hundreds we sent to Al-Kalam University and um, 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 Bells University in Ota, hundreds in uh, uh, Crescent University in Abekuta, mm -hmm. and of course uh, hundreds also to Ignidian University mm -hmm. uh, in Edo State, and uh, even uh, uh, American University in uh, Yola. You can listen to the full podcast on Apple Premium. Just search with 
chu de.